You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Brewster, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Kyle White as he breaks open the readings for today. I have fond memories in college where I would eat lunch every day with my grandmother who lived just right off of UL's campus, which was great because my college friends were poor and eating sandwiches and I got to eat real food with my grandmother every day during college. And we would have these great talks and I would show up usually right after she watched her mass on EWTN and she would always uh, ask me different conversations about the faith. And so um, even in college, I was very into my faith. And so we had some really great discussions about life and about faith. And my, my grandmother was a bold woman. She, was, she had a sharp tongue and she was not afraid to speak up in any situation, especially with her children. She had 11. And with a large family with lots of grandchildren and great-grandchildren, there's always big discussions at any kind of family gathering. And every now and then, big questions would be talked about in our family gatherings. And you know the drill. There's always one side, there's always someone in the family that gets really passionate and someone else in the family that disagrees. And then now it becomes a big thing, a big debacle in front of everyone. And my grandmother would often jump on in to these conversations and use her authority as the matriarch of the family as she jumped into those discussions. But what started to happen, once I entered seminary to become a priest, as these discussions would take place and anytime it had any kind of religious bent to the discussion, what she would do is she would say, well, Kyle said, and she would cite my name to give her argument just a little bit more weight as she was really fighting hard against whatever else, whatever other family member it would be. And I would be in the other room sometimes, you know, with other people in the family and I, I could hear it getting loud in the kitchen and all of a sudden I'd hear my grandmother say, well, Kyle said, and I, I just look and I say, oh gosh. What did I say? Chances are I didn't even say it, but she just, she just used the authority that she claimed that I had as somebody who's going to school for all of these religious matters. But it's interesting how we, we kind of all tend to do this um, ourselves sometimes. We'll cite our sources to give us a little bit more weight in our arguments. Even just today, I was with a, a family who... Uh, you know, one of the kids went to another kid and said, well, mom said that you have to stop doing this. And so the kid was able to cite, you know, the, the mom and, um, or, you know, even just um, uh, in school when you have to, you know, teenagers uh, in school or in college have to write papers. We have to cite our sources. We're, we're taught we cannot plagiarize and we can't just make up our own stuff. We need to do our research and cite our sources. And there's some power, there's some weight to all of these things. But what's interesting in today's gospel is that Jesus doesn't cite his sources. In fact, he's really the only example in history that is able to cast out demons in the name of himself instead of any other source. 
And even in the synagogue, before he's casting out demons, he's giving a teaching. And it was very common in the Jewish culture. Um, every Sunday, they would go to the synagogue and some uh, scribe or Pharisee or scholar would give a teaching. But they would always cite their sources. They would cite either the uh, Holy Scriptures or they would cite uh, another rabbi who said something one time, but they would always kind of refer back. They never spoke by their own authority, but Jesus speaks by his own authority. He doesn't cite his sources. He cites his own self, which is first of all scandalous, but in the grand scheme of things, incredible. It's a huge statement about who he is because he is God himself. And the people are scandalized in today's teaching, in today's gospel, the gospel of Mark. This is in the first chapter of gospel of Mark. People are already scandalized with the fact that Jesus is teaching by his own authority. And they say, what is this? He's teaching as if he has authority. And not only does he claim to have authority, he proves it by identifying an evil spirit allowing that evil spirit to recognize him for who he was and then casting out the evil spirit on his own power, not in the name of anyone else, but by his own power. And people say, what is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. So I just reflect on it's so common in our society to see Jesus as just this incredible figure of history, this incredible teacher, we say. He was such a great teacher. He gave us this moral code to live by. And he was a great example for all of us to live. But sometimes people will forget or claim that he was nothing more than just that. But all throughout the Gospels, he shows us, as today, that he is so much more than a teacher. And we all know that in our experience, as we try to live the moral life, and as we try to live the, the teachings that Jesus did, in fact, give us, we know how difficult it is. And we know that even though it, it clicks up here, sometimes it doesn't click in our heart. Sometimes it, our behavior doesn't actually reflect what we know to be true because the moral life is not easy. And yet sin still exists in this world and it has consequences and it affects all of us together. Because as we face this challenge of sin, I am convinced that we do not need a teacher to show us how to be moral. We need ontological deliverance from actual powers that are stronger than us. Do you believe in Satan? Because he doesn't want you to believe he exists. But if you believe in him, because he is real, you would know that he is more powerful than you and he wants to destroy you and he wants to distract you and he wants to confuse you 
and he wants to discourage you and he wants to make you misbehave and he wants to ruin all of your relationships. But his greatest tactic is to convince you that he doesn't really exist. And in fact, the spiritual world doesn't really exist. That all the Bible's really good for is just to show us a good moral code. But we need more than a teacher. We need a divine deliverance, and that's Jesus Christ. By his authority and by his authority alone do we have deliverance from the powers of darkness. The powers of darkness that are actively involved in your life and in mine every single day. We have deliverance and we have freedom to walk in joy and in interior peace, which is so hard to come by, only by the grace of Jesus Christ and only by his authority, not by yours and not by mine. And so it's a good reminder for us as we read the gospels, every time we read scripture, that we should be encountering Jesus Christ, that we should be encountering God himself, who is more powerful than the powers of darkness. And that Satan also is more powerful than us. But praise God that God has already defeated Satan. He's already shown us what it's like to crush the head of Satan. And he's already shown us what a life beyond chains of Satan is like. But every day we have that choice to ignore him and to become victim of his tactics or to allow Jesus in his authority to save us and to live, to deliver us and to set us free. So my invitation for us this evening is just to find freedom in Jesus as we continue with this mass to recognize that we're here not just to listen to Father White's teaching. We're here to declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and that he reigns over your life and over mine and that Satan cannot touch us. Amen.